there's always another level of mastery. And when you, when you, when you decide what you want to master and you keep studying it and you pursue mastery, then you'll be blissing. Mm-hmm. But if you're just trying to get by, you're not going to be blissing. When we have a business, you know, it's our work, but we also get to use it as a creative expression mm-hmm. and we get to use it to uplift other people and we get to use it to create contribution in our community. What's up, Style Nation? Welcome back to the Style for Life podcast. It's your girl, Katie, your favorite podcast host and personal stylist back with another banger. So today is a guest episode. I'm super excited. I told you all about today's guest in the roundup last week when where we go over like all the things that you can expect for this month, all the things I'm loving, how I'm making myself feel good, my favorite style tips, what we're doing, how we're winning, what we're celebrating, all the things. If you haven't listened to August's Roundup episode, it's one of my favorites. To me, it's like a sisterhood episode of, hey, sleepover secrets, all the things you talk about and share just so we can make each other's lives a little bit better. So on today's show, I have guest Katarina Rando, who is the founder of Thriving Women in Business, and really her jam is helping women bliss out in their lives. And I know you might be thinking, or you maybe think, fuck yeah, tell me how to bliss out in my business. But for those of you who aren't business owners, you might be like, ah, eh, this isn't going to apply to me. It absolutely does. Because... Running a business is like running your life. I promise you. We are all the CEO of something. And I said this last week. I'll say it again. If I've learned one thing about running a business is that the number one thing is my mindset. How I am managing my emotions. So all of the tips and things that she talks about today are really centered around that. It's really about creating bliss. And when we talk about delegating... If it's not about delegating in your business, it's still where can we delegate things in our lives? And I would go on a limb and say that you probably have some things you could delegate. So I actually really, really enjoyed this episode. It was really good. I have so many notes. I have so many notes that I took from this. And that doesn't happen that often. Sometimes I just get in it and then that's it. So many good notes. We talk about so much stuff, but I really like the word bliss. And I think we all can use a little bit more bliss in our lives these days. She talks about how a Donna Karen skirt changed her life. And of course, I'm partial. (laughs) She's really big into using your clothes as a tool. Um, She talks about the five things that you need in your life. And they all start with S. And I told her, okay, well... Uh, giveaway number six needs to be style (laughs) anyways tune in and just listen all of these tips are super amazing practical tips that i know that you can use in your life to create more bliss if you haven't been keeping up with the show make sure you go back and listen to the last couple episodes they've all been amazing in july i had two of my own personal mentors on the show that are just amazing amazing outstanding women right at the end of the july i did an episode on how to sync your um style with your mood 
And like I said, last week's episode was all about the roundup and August and the energy in August and what we can expect and what I'm leaning into and, you know, just the vibe, set the mood. So go check out those episodes. Make sure you connect with me on Insta at Katie Ellen Stylist. If you want to hop on the newsletter and make sure that you never miss a podcast episode or you never miss what's going on, because that's where I feel like I'm showing up the most important, all my heart and soul and energy into is my email newsletter. You can go hop on my list and download a free style guide over at katiejuststyled.com backslash freebie. I'd love to see you there. And don't forget, if the show is awesome and you got some big takeaways, make sure you share it on Insta and tag me again at Katie Allen Stylist or share it with a friend. Sharing, um, rating, reviewing the podcast is an amazing way to support the podcast if you want to support me in the show. And also, if you're looking for some fun style picks for the season, I always put some of the favorite things that my clients and I are shopping for um, the month. So August's top picks are in the show notes. Those are affiliate links that I have with brands that I love personally and recommend to my clients daily. So if you guys are interested in supporting the show, you can click on those as well. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I will see you on the other side. Hello, lady, and welcome back to another episode on the podcast. I'm super excited today. I have a juicy new guest for you, Katerina Rando, founder of Thriving Women in Business, and she is here today to teach us all about creating bliss in our business. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Katie. I'm blessing to be with you. I love it. I love it. I'm super excited. So let's just start with how did you get started in business? And then we'll go from there on creating bliss and all the amazing things you can share. My first business was I owned a cafe and catering company, a lovely cafe on the corner in the neighborhood. I loved having a business. I loved talking with all the customers. I make the best cappuccino you ever met in your life. (laughs) Yes. And at the time though, I'm trying to figure out what's my thing because I felt like I like people, but I don't necessarily like making food all day. I don't like wearing tomato sauce. (laughs) What's my thing? And one day this lady comes to my cafe and she thanks me for some business advice that I had given her. And in this moment, she was smiling so big. She looked so beautiful. And her gratitude literally touched my heart. I felt a pang of bliss in my chest. And I thought, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to support women to thrive and bliss in their business. And that's when I sold my cafe. I opened my coaching business. And that was many years ago. And it's been a circuitous route, as business often is. And today, I do feel that I'm blissing in my business and my life because I get to be myself. I get to do my thing. I get to serve my people. And I get to make money doing it. Mm, 
So powerful. That's amazing because I totally forgot to put this when I first opened up and that's how we met is that you came and you spoke in the Hue and Stripe community. That's where I um, connect with like some of the stylist work that I'm doing. And you spoke to all of us about doing that, about like showing up and being our authentic selves and creating a real connection and serving our people. And it was like, oh, I got to get to know her. I got to get her on the podcast. Thanks, Katie. Well, I love talking to image consultants and stylists and really women in business overall. And our business, when we have a business, you know, it's our work, but we also get to use it as a creative expression Mm. and we get to use it to uplift other people and we get to use it to create contribution in our community if we want to. Our business can be used for a lot of things, not just to make money. Yes. So let's talk about how we use it to create bliss in our lives. What does that mean to you? And then how does one get started on that journey? Yeah. Well, blissing in your business is when you're doing the parts that you love and you're getting support with the rest. And a big mistake that women make is they think that they're supposed to do it all by themselves and they don't have support in their business. And often they don't have enough support in their life. When you are a woman in business, there are five things that are your job. Speaking, and I mean that in the broad sense of the word, giving speeches, trainings, but also your podcasting, your podcast guesting, your Facebook lives or your videos running your clubhouse rooms, anything that requires a spokesperson for your business, that's you. Unless, of course, you have somebody else who's a spokesperson. But most of us, we are the face and the voice of our business. So the speaking falls to you, right? Speaking. And the next part is selling. Unless you have a sales team, that also falls to you. And then, of course, serving your clients falls to you, right? That's your job. Speaking, selling, serving. And then strategy. You're the one who has to set the goals and do the calendaring and decide what we're going to do and what we're not going to do. And the last of these things that are your job is self-care. Take good care of yourself so that you have vitality to serve your clients and run your business. Now, I'm sure, Katie, you would agree. Those are five big jobs. Yes. Okay. Well, guess what? I didn't say marketing. I didn't say bookkeeping. I didn't say admin assisting. I didn't say shipping. None of that's your job. Your clients, your potential clients, they don't care who made that fancy graphic. They don't care who wrote your website or maintains your website. What they care about is how can you help me? Mm -hmm. And the sooner women recognize that these five things, not only is their job, but they have to master them. Mm. And when you have mastery, that's bliss. Mm. When when you're serving your clients and you're loving every minute of it and you're doing it with ease, that's mastery. Mastery is when we do something with ease, without a lot of resource, and we're enjoying doing it. That's bliss. That's mastery. And that's what I want for women in business. But the thing is, if you're also trying to, figure out how to do Canva and you're trying to figure out how to edit podcasts and you're trying to figure out how to uh, make a website, 
Well, that's not probably why you started your business, right? You started your business to be of service. So I want women to get support with all those other things so that they can do their mastery. And then that's going to support them to bliss more in their business. Hmm. Super powerful. And you're speaking to my soul when you're like, you did not start this business to do your own website. That is very true. And quick celebration. I actually just hired my first person to help me do some stuff behind the scenes. I am blissing. It is blissful. (laughs) It is. It's the freest I have felt in this business. It was one of the biggest, scariest up levels for sure. So I'd love to touch on that for a second. But it that's why I was like, okay, I can really see my gifts and then I can see her gifts. And it's such a beautiful space when we get to bring them together. Absolutely. And the thing is that, you know, we're not great at everything. Okay. Like I'm not very detail oriented. I have difficulty getting anything to the mailbox. Okay. (laughs) I can find an envelope, but then I also got to find a stamp, but then I also got to find the address. It's not my zone of genius. I've got this great on the ground assistant. She's so great at all these things. She makes every box we ship out look so elegant and lovely. And she does it with ease and she's doing all that. So I can do those things that we mentioned. I can talk to the clients. I can serve the clients. I can talk to the potential clients. And we're both masterful at our areas. The more support we have, the more we will bliss in our business. Now, the other thing, of course, Katie, is women usually need more support in their personal life. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, if you're if you're a woman CEO, you shouldn't also be the house cleaner and the gardener and the grocery shopper and, and all of those other household things that are not the highest and best use of your time either. Get support with some of those. And also find out things that make you happy that are treats for yourself. One of the things I do is I get flowers delivered every week to my house. And, you know, they're, they're not, they're not super fancy. They're delivered from Costco and I put them in a vase and it brightens my day. It brightens my office. It looks good on screen and it supports me to have more bliss. What are those things that support women? I do belly dancing on Wednesdays at four o'clock virtually with other women around the country. That makes me bliss. And let's find those things that support you, little things that you can do to make your bliss in your regular life, because that's going to make you bliss more in your work too. Mm, That's so powerful. That's the second time this week that I've heard the treat yourself um, sentiment come up. And I'm like, okay, Katie, I'm starting to hear a pattern. Maybe we need to focus on that a little bit. I, even with the clients that I work with, I feel like that's one of the big barriers when someone's ready to like make a jump and do something for themselves is the deservingness of it. And do you see that a lot? And I feel it all the time in my business. Like I'm right in the middle of remodeling my closet and there, it wasn't just the financial investment of getting someone to also help me. It was also this like deservingness that started to come up when I really peeled back the layers. Can you, do you see that a lot with women? Women, I want women to recognize the best investment we can ever make 
is an investment in ourselves. Mm-hmm. This idea that we're being lug- too luxurious or we're being spoiling is ridiculous. Yes. The best investment we can ever make is in ourselves, in a, a style. I remember, Katie, the first time I hired an image consultant, I was in my 20s. I I had started to go to the Chamber of Commerce for networking. And remember, this is when I had my cafe. Normally, I was used to wearing an apron every day, okay? I hire my first image consultant. She takes me down to Neiman Marcus and we go bra shopping. And she introduces me to foundation garments. Now, I had never known about all these foundation garments. Nobody told me about this. And then she took me shopping and we bought me a Donna Karen skirt. It was black. It was beautiful. I wore it for 10 years. So I felt like a million bucks every time I wore it. Now, if I didn't hire that woman to help me, I would be less stylish for the last 30 years because I learned so much in my brief two or three days with her that served me for many, many years. And that's the thing that we really have to look at the return on our investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was more money, Katie, than I ever spent on a skirt. It was more money than I had ever spent on anybody advising me. It served me for 30 years. It's still serving me. The confidence it gave me. I remember we got my we got me an Anne Klein suit. It was like a purple with a jacket and a little vest underneath, matching vest. It was gorgeous. And I walked into a networking event and I felt not only like I looked good, but I felt confident for the first time walking into a situation where I didn't know anyone. And I'm emphasizing this because a lot of times women think that style and personal branding, it's you know, it's frivolous or it's spoiling. It's not. It's smart business. It's smart. It's a smart decision. And it's a decision that's going to support you for many, many years to come. Yes, of course, I couldn't agree more. And what the part I think I really love, and when people call it frivolous, it's really this uncovering so many things about yourself. Um, and when you're saying like, I've used this for years and years on the style, I'm sure it's come up and really helped you transition too. So I have to ask, so you hired the stylist, you're still at the cafe going to these meetings. Uh-huh. Do you feel like that also helps you pivot the business and start getting clear on what it is now? Absolutely. I mean, then, then I was going from the caterer to the coach, right? Mm-hmm. So from the gal that made your lunch, And now I'm the gal that I want you to pay me to advise you in business. Well, don't you think that image and style and communication and personal brand was all critical in that transition? And here's what I thought too. I thought nobody that knew me as a caterer is going to take me seriously Mm -hmm. as a coach. That's what I thought. Well, you know what, Katie, most of my first clients knew me as a caterer. And maybe when I made the switch and I invited them to come to my workshop, 
Maybe they just came to be nice to me. Okay. But you know what? Then they got massive value. My image matched to the massive value I was delivering. And as a result, I gained Insta clients. Now, I also want to say, I do believe that speaking is one of the best way to get clients because people get to know you and build, you begin to build relationship and that it, your style is important when you're in the front of the room or even on a Zoom screen because everybody does look at what you're wearing. And I, it's now, you know, Katie, I'm an image enthusiast. I'm not an image <laughs> stylist. The thing is, so sometimes when I teach public speaking, I also talk about image and it's all about eliminating distractions, you know, like uh, where your hair pulled back. So you're not touching it and your dangly earrings are not the best when you're speaking because they can go all over the place and be a distraction. And you want to make sure your blouse doesn't pull because that could be distracting, like eliminating distractions is an important part of our personal brand to be taken seriously as a professional and it all counts and matters and people think that it might not but it totally does and it impacts our confidence which is the other thing the more confident we feel the more effective we're going to be yes and you dropped another really good business um, nugget in there. Of course, I'm like fangirling over all the styling and tips and tricks L- live and swear by those as well. But you were saying about how you're first at a client for the people that knew you as a caterer. I think that's something that I see come up or did come up for me a lot when I was starting my business. And then I hear from other women who want to start their business or so they want to, you know, get something off the ground because, you know, entrepreneurs start to attract other entrepreneurs and they're like, well, where am I going to get my clients? And I'm like, I know you're going to hate this as much as I hated it, but it's the people that you know, that know you right now and you just start there. And so that's also a really good nugget. So thanks for reminding us of that. If you had to give like, your number one best piece of advice. What's the one thing that you just really want women to know, whether they've started the business and they've been running it for years or they're just starting it. Is there one thing that like, if you just can always come back to this, you will bliss in your business, bliss in your life. I mentioned earlier about having support. Yes. Part of support that I want to shine the spotlight on is being a part of a community of like-minded, like-hearted women, just like you. Mm -hmm. They could be, if you're a woman in business, you want to be with other women in business, but you want to make sure that they're the kind of women in business that you want to be with, meaning they have the same values as you, kindness, graciousness, integrity, positivity. And if you can't find a community like that, start your own because women together can support each other, share resources, make friends, lift each other up, give each other energy. And that supports our journey. Again, we don't have to be by ourselves. We don't have to do it all ourselves. Oops, we don't, we don't have to be by ourselves. We don't have to do it by ourselves. We can do it in community. Mm, so powerful. 
It's funny, as I used to always say, community is king. And then one of my friends was like, no, community is queen. (laughs) And I was like, you are right. I love that so, so much. And so powerful. So I have another selfish question, and I'm sure it will serve someone if it's also serving me and on my mind. You talk a lot about speaking, and that was really uh, how we got connected originally. What are some of your other favorite, maybe one to twos, like speaking tips for women? Like that's number one in the list of five things you mentioned if you're starting the business. I think number six, because you listed a lot of S's. So maybe I think number six, we'll just put style. <laughs> so we're pseudo going to drop that That's a good one, my friend. That's a good one. Number six, we're going to pseudo drop. Um, it technically kind of falls under self-care, but since you're speaking my yeah, love, okay. there. I'm going to add that for all my style gals. I love it. Okay, yes. good. Yeah. Let's, let me give you a super tip related to speaking. Whenever you're speaking, wear your cape. Cape stands for certainty, authenticity, positivity, and enthusiasm Mm. certainty that you have massive value to bring that's your confidence authenticity be yourself don't try to be like anybody else positivity keep it uplifting keep it happy don't be depresso don't be downer don't be negativo positivity you want to uplift your audiences and then the e is for enthusiasm this is the extra energy that you're going to bring behind the positivity and the authenticity and the certainty because to hold an audience it has to be more energy than a girlfriend conversation Mm -hmm. extra wear your cape whenever you present this is very important another super tip is to pay attention to your speech fillers. Mm. Uh, um, so too much use of the word and because this diminishes the power of your message. Instead, use the powerful pause mm. when someone asks you a question. You don't say, uh, you simply pause and then you begin. And really, one of the things I'll say also Katie, for women, is pay attention to your pace. Some women talk way too fast. When you talk way too fast, the information doesn't land, and then people get distracted. Mm. Very important. Slow down. Mm. Such a good tip, no matter what. That was the feedback I got over and over and over. Hopefully now after podcasting, I'm getting a little bit better. Was that you're talking too fast, you're talking too fast. But one thing I remember that you'd said, and I don't remember if it was in that community meeting or one of your podcasts that I was listening to or live was about the cape is about the certainty is that you're bringing massive value and don't be afraid to say the same thing and to talk about the same thing because people will take away different pieces of it and it's okay. And we're always learning and we're always growing. And that was one thing that just resonated with me that helped me on my journey I'm still early entrepreneur, but in the very early, early stages of entrepreneurship, because I would feel like I've said this already. 
but no, you haven't. Just keep saying it, keep saying it, keep saying it. Sometimes I'll be teaching a class and I'll think to myself, I've said this to these ladies 70 times. <laughs> and then I'll ask them to tell me and they can't tell me. It Everybody absorbs at a different rate. And it sounds like I've said it a thousand times to us, but the people, if they're, if they're not hearing it over and over and over, it often is not landing. And even if they have heard it a lot, there's no reason why they're not going to be happy to hear it again. And I can tell you, sometimes people will come up to me that heard me speak years ago and they're telling me something, they'll say, Katerina, I remember when you gave that talk and you said this and they will tell me something I said and I never said that, but that's, <laughs> but that's what they heard. And that's okay too. Everybody hears what they need to hear and over and over is fine. I love that. That's my favorite part of the cape. Um, Cause I, we all will probably resonate or feel more comfortable in other areas. Authenticity is one where I feel pretty confident, but I'm like, okay, certainty, certainty, certainty. So thanks for that reminder. Always. I want to share in a minute where women can find you, what you're up to all the good things, but is there any last amazing words of advice or blissfulness and business tips that you want to share? I have a lifetime supply, Katie. (laughs) Like we think about, you know, hey, maybe you've taken a speaking class or a sales class or a a class on style, whatever it is. And you think, well, I've done that. Well, the truth is the person that was you five years ago or 10 years ago, they did that. But the person you are today, they're ready for the same thing again. Because maybe from a different teacher, but because we're in a different place that we, the goal is not to learn stuff. The goal is to master stuff. Hmm. So if you want to, if you want to be better at your craft, keep studying it, study it for some, from someone else, study it in another way. I went to fashion school for a year. My favorite class was the textile class where I learned Mm -hmm. all about Mm -hmm. all the different textures. What's a seersucker? What's a velvet? Everything, all that. I love that. And my other favorite class was sales. Now I was 19 years old. Do you think that was my last time I took a sales class? No, I've Mm -hmm. done it so many times. Even now I teach sales. I certify other coaches to teach sales and I am still studying sales. Why? Because there's always another level of mastery. And when you, when you, when you decide what you want to master and you keep studying it and you pursue mastery, then you'll be blissing. Mm -hmm. But if you're just trying to get by, you're not going to be blissing that really pursuing mastery in the areas that you seek to master is going to make you bliss and get support for the rest. Do you know, Katie, There was some point where I knew how to post stuff to my blog, but today I don't even know how to do that. You know why? Because I got support for that. Okay. I have no idea how to edit something on my website. I do not know how to edit a podcast. Why? Because I have help with that. I'm focused on the area that I want to master, 
which is those five things we talked about. Mm-hmm. Speaking, selling, serving, strategy, self-care, and we'll add Katie Allen's sixth one, <laughs> style. <laughs> My friend, I'm going to use that. I love that. I love it. It's funny because when I was thinking about today, I just had this good feeling. I was like, I don't know why I just have a good feeling something is amazing going to come out of this. This whole conversation, I feel like has been specifically for me though. So thank you for that. And it's really funny that you talked about the mastering because I feel like I'm finishing up a training course and I told it was all a little bit more intense than I anticipated. Amazing. Amazing. And I was like, okay, you can take a breather. And then now that this is wrapping up, I'm I'm like, no, what's next? <laughs> like, how do I continue to grow, continue to grow? And I have felt a, extreme amounts of confidence in myself by constantly doing that. So that really, thanks for the language around that. That helps me feel a little bit more clear on like how to make the decisions on what's Good. next. Good. So Good. I, I, I have a couple suggestions for what's next. Uh, yeah, as I say, so <laughs> I know you have an endless supply of tips, but tell us yes. what's next. <laughs> well, I encourage every woman in business. The first thing is you have to master sales mm-hmm. because if you cannot have a conversation and get a client, then you're not going to thrive in business. Now, I'm not saying every conversation results in a client. And of course, you have to build influence before you ask people to buy from you. Selling is an art. We start our businesses because we want to be of service. Mm -hmm. There's all these things though. And when we think of sales, we think of the conversation, right? That's normally what we think of. There's so many other parts of it. There's the influence building. There's managing your leads. There's following up. There's circling back. There's looking at how you can have people re-engage with you. There's There is the conversation. In the conversation, there's all kinds of skills. What questions to ask? Not just what are you saying, but how are you being? And how do you dance through the objections so that you get to the yes? How to make irresistible invitations? All kinds of things. It's Sales is absolutely an art. And so many women avoid sales because they don't want to be salesy. Mm -hmm. And as a result they're pushing away revenue and clients. Because if you can't sell, you can't serve. Oh, good point. And you can't create impact. And I think women are set up perfectly to do that. So I have a question. Is there a difference between following up and circling back? (laughs) I need to know. (laughs) Yeah. So let's say, Katie, you do a workshop. And after the workshop, you reach out to all the ladies that came and you ask them if they want to have a conversation with you. But we would call that follow-up. Okay. Three days later, some of the ladies are on your calendar because they responded. And there's some ladies that ignored your message. Okay. We circle back to the ones that didn't respond. And we say, hey, Sheila, in case you missed my earlier message, I'm circling back to see if you would like to schedule a time to talk to me. Okay. Do you see? So the, the, we could say follow up, follow up, follow up, but I like to say follow up and circle back so that you are seeing it as a separate action that is connecting with the people that did not respond. Awesome. So how are you going to help us do that? Do you have a workshop coming up? Some Zoom oh my day? Friend, you know I have a workshop coming up. Yes. <laughs> Yes, if, if uh, 
if you go to katerinarando.com slash events, C-A-T-E-R-I-N-A-R-A-N-D-O.com slash events, you will be seeing our next free public workshop. I do two a month. Right now I'm doing workshops on sales. Next month I'll start doing working workshops on using speaking to gain clients because we'll be getting ready for our Shiro Speaker Summit, which is all about massively monetizing your speaking. I also want to mention my katerinarando.com slash links page, where we have a lot of free business building resources and tools to support your business. Also, there's a link to my podcast, Expand Your Fempire, and a link which I've had you on. Yes which is wonderful, our Expand Your Fempire podcast. And we also have an Expand Your Fempire app that people can download. It's free with lots of business building resources. And there's speaking tools there and all kinds of things to support your listeners to thrive in their business. Awesome. That's amazing. Um, You've given so much great insight on this podcast today. I feel really inspired. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Katie. It's my privilege, my pleasure. And let's remind everybody, focus on speaking, selling, serving, strategy, self-care, and And style. style. (laughs) Thank you, Katerina. Thank you. 